Hello, welcome to Mindset Podcast with Ayobami and today is an awesome one because we're going to be having some great information today and I hope the past episode has been of great use to you, you'll be maximizing it and using it for not just your own good but also sharing it with family, with friends, making them understand that they need to build the right mindset for productivity in our sphere of life. And why did I say that today is going to be an exceptional one, an awesome section, we have a guest with us today and having that empathy is one of key things you must understand when it comes to mindset mastery uh, you must understand that this is a part of you that you must master so that uh, you can give the best to yourself you can give the best to the nation you can give the best to the world and once you can do that every single person around you can gain the best of value also so today we're having a guest in the house as I said earlier and this person is a legal practitioner and I'm just trying to joke how she's able to <laughs> link up her work alive with what she's doing and I won't let the cat out of the bag but I will allow her to say it herself. Um, please, even though you're not going to be clapping physically, but please just make welcome uh, Funke Adelie on the show today. Thank you very much, Ayo Atolagbe. Um, it's a very big uh, honor to be on the show today to share about the work I do and to also share about how empathy is uh, a very necessary tool to actually succeed in life. Um, like you said, you, you, you got it right. I'm a legal practitioner and I am also the founder of Hope Behind Buzz Africa, an NGO that provides access to justice interventions for indigent inmates and also advocates for uh, reforms in the correctional service in Nigeria. Awesome. Uh, now, that looks like a big English for some, <laughs> but can you just simplify it for us, for every single person, like detailed things you do, how uh, you go on the street, how you go to prisons, how you like touch lives. I don't want to say it because I know it, but I want you to just explain so that people understand where you're coming from and possibly where you're going to as well. Thank you very much. I, I've been practicing law for seven years now and um, at first I started by engaging in general legal practice and um, uh, the journey into working with corrections and working with uh, prisoners actually started in my final year at the university when I wrote my thesis on prison reforms and decongestion. My eyes were opened to the several ills that had bedeviled people who live in prison in Nigeria and of course the uh, various ills uh, in the criminal justice system in Nigeria. So immediately after my final, my final year thesis, I began to volunteer for NGOs that were engaged in human rights and that uh, work around prison. I, I volunteered for my law clinic in, at the law school and then subsequently volunteered for my church prison unit. But then I did not see the need to begin to do this full time until I had a personal, I experienced the personal loss in 2018. Um, in 2018, I experienced the personal loss, which was as a result of an ineffectiveness of a public institution in Nigeria. And I said to myself that if we don't begin to get the country working, if we don't begin to do things that would help us to see the change that we want to see, Nigeria would kill us. And so like two months after my personal loss, instead of, I, I had my depressive moment, but then I rose out of my pain and then decided to start this work because like I said earlier, I had always been passionate about working with prisoners, working with people who, um, 
our our justice our justice system has actually been unjust to uh, so that's how the, everything started basically now that, that, that was a big one we should look out from like uh, there's this story of a man that I think is an Indian uh, he lost his child because the pothole on the streets of his state wasn't well done and he lost his son and after that he felt like man I don't want any other person to lose their child or their family because of that and from that day he started going on the street without the help of anybody to okay I'm gonna fix the road myself with the little he's having and with his own physical labor all by himself he just he went on the street and started fixing the, the potholes now I may not be a legal practitioner but I'm I'm very sure that I'm doing my bit of like okay if I can help somebody just one person think right if I can help them to know the right things to do uh, I think they can start making right decision and you are doing an awesome one like helping people out there to like okay they might not be able to help themselves uh, but right now we are giving them the best of value we can give we are helping them the best way we can do at least going out of your way which I know <laughs> like I, I sincerely know is an awesome one so can you just tell us about the impact possibly the the numbers of if, if you have them like the numbers that you've been able to really impact positively and how they are doing so far so um, the work we do is divided into different phases. We have the major phase is the access to justice phase. Uh, access to ju- we engage in access to justice programs, which is basically providing free legal services to indigent people, people that cannot afford these services. Now we have so many people in prison. As a matter of fact, prisons in Nigeria is full of people who do not have um, who do not have social status, who do not have economic means, and 90% of the people you see behind bars in Nigeria are poor. Now, so what happens is, uh, because they are poor, they cannot afford the services of a legal practitioner. So you find a situation whereby someone is in prison for years. I'm going to give you some scenarios. So um, earlier in the year, we 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 secured the discharge of a, a young man who is 19 year old. Who at the time when he was arrested, he was 19 year old, but he ended up spending five years in prison because he could not afford the services of a legal practitioner. All through the five years in prison, he only went to court once. Now his family tried their best. Uh, they got a quack lawyer who, abscon- who who took their money and absconded with their money. So they didn't even know who to trust. So when we came in and we heard his story, we took up his matter for free and we filed a motion in court and uh, we, we got judgment in his favor. The young one is a free man today. Now those are the kind of cases that we handle. We have uh, so far provided free legal uh, representation and actually uh, we have provided legal access to 32 indigent inmates so far. Wow. Yes. Now apart from the work we do with access to justice, we are also very particular about the state of prisons. We believe that prisons and correctional facilities need to live up to their name. Now there is nothing there is no there is no sense in saying some place is a correctional facility and somebody comes out of the place and he's not reformed. Uh, we we know the problem of recidivism and reoffending. A situation whereby someone goes in there for possibly stealing, let's say he stole a laptop, and then he goes in there and spends like six months, comes out, and then he's he's a more hardened criminal. So we try to advocate for reintegrative interventions, reformatory interge- interventions, interventions that would help um, empower. The young these inmates that would help um, prepare them for life outside prison we already know that for in Nigeria uh, for instance we have unemployment issues for someone that has not been to prison so how much more someone that already has you know conviction on his name and all of that so we work to we work with um, 
we partner and collaborate with other organizations to to build the skills of these people behind bars especially the young people there so that when they come out they have something to fall back on and they're not thinking of going back into crime now another thing that we are also very big on is we try as much as possible to uphold the human rights of people who live in prison now we are not living in prison so we can't do it right so what we do is we speak and we are the voice for them outside you go to prison and you see a pregnant woman with and you see a nursing mother with her baby in prison and the baby is sleeping on the same bed with her in the same room filled of over 20 other women who have one series of sickness or the other according to the united nations minimum standard for the treatment of prisoners this is not supposed to be the fact that a person has committed an offense doesn't mean that um, all of his dignity and all of his rights rights are stripped of him not at all yes the only right right that is stripped of a prisoner is the right is a freedom of, is, is the right to freedom of movement he's confined but you see the right to life the right to enjoy basic social amenities uh, health and everything he still has all of that yeah so that is one of the things that we are very big on we try to advocate that these things have to have to be upheld and it's a long one because we're not close mm. we're not close when you go to a typical prison in nigeria today you see the environmental situation all sorts of sicknesses uh t- cholera uh, typhoid malaria you know the the environmental situation the health situa- hygiene situation is 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 horrible let, let, let me cut you a little bit there there's a part of the story she just said right now and I, I can still connect based on when we're talking about the empathy status of what we're t- talking about today and I know you listening to this right now you might be wondering why uh, me having a legal practitioner on the show but one thing I want you to hold on to today is the aspect of you putting yourself in the shoe of the next person now imagine a woman like a story nursing a child a newborn baby and having to be in that environment this person possibly has not even experienced that before and because she made a mistake she was she found herself there now Funke Ado you said something like these guys these people they still have rights and possibly what they did is not even up to what should have landed them there so try and picture yourself and she also said that they are not even close like when it comes to like getting maybe like 100% of the goal they want to achieve they are not even close and they are still doing the bit and you said like 34 right or 33 32 pardon me now that is one person doing one thing or let me just say one organization can you just picture that now what if you also as a legal practitioner you can come in maybe possibly collaboration with Funke Adoye to do the same thing imagine how far that can go they said that one we chase 1000 and two we chase 10,000 if I'm correct from the from the good book now imagine what that can do in Nigeria and possibly out of the border of Nigeria so that's what you should think about today imagine maybe you're even just doing something not even in the legal legal practice but you're touching lives imagine what that can be now i'm focused on mindset now linking it up would definitely create a mindset for people leaving those cells to say okay i'm valued i'm respected i can give more i can lead more i can touch more lives the way they they did to mine 
so they are not just leaving the prison or leaving the cells and like man i don't care about the nation because they don't care about me no they are leaving and they say oh they care about me that you already what built a right mindset in them and they say that is the path they will follow all right so that is one thing you should look at now she was talking about they are not even close but let me have her maybe explain where they want to go to possibly we're already almost done with the year but possibly where they want to go for next year where they want to impact what is their goal possibly you can have something to do with it as well and you can collaborate also so can you just expatiate on that and maybe let us understand where the next goal is the next vision is and where people can come in so um for next year we have plans to expand our work now you mentioned something that i i think i need to stress the fact it's not everybody who is in prison that is there for an offense that they committed now so we have people who were victims of circumstances they were just walking on the road there was a police raid and the police carried them and that was it the next thing a charge of murder is placed on them now so for next year we want to be deliberate to the people that will provide these services to I live in the city, I live in Abuja, and we have three major prisons around Abuja, Kefi, Suleja, and Kuje prison. Now, when you go to this place, you might not have all these kind of serious stories where someone has been in prison for five years for an offense he never committed. But that when you go to uh, other other areas, like for instance, we do a lot of work in Abia State, Umahia. That is where we have stories of people who have spent 10 years in prison, 7 years in prison, and they have never seen the courts. Now, so what we want to do next year is to be more deliberate, to go to these areas. Everybody mustn't be in Lagos or Abuja. Now, I would still be in Abuja uh, administering the work and all, but we're looking for volunteers in these places, in places outside of um, of Abuja, you know, where we have people that really, really need our efforts. And I should mention that we have an app. We have we, we, we are a technology-based uh, um, organization. We have an app on our website, www.hopebehindbarsafrica.org slash connectlawyer. Now, if you go on connectlawyer, you will be able to sign up if you're lawyer or even if you're 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 someone who's just interested because we also make use of paralegals paralegals are people that are not called to the bar they are not lawyers but then they can offer legal services all we need to do is to train you and by after training you you can you can go to prison and just to carry out a legal awareness session you know there are so many things we can do this we can do this together we can do this together and even if your desire is not necessarily for the work we do we need counselors every time we go for one prison outreach or the other we need people to come motivate these inmates we need people to come tell them that there is hope there is there is life for you we're waiting for you to come out of prison and then your story will be like the story of nelson mandela or the story of olushegmo passenger these are people who went to prison and came back and became president so even if all you can do is talk trust me those efforts would be very well appreciated we need to begin to put ourselves in the shoes of people behind bars i hate to call them prisoners because calling them a prisoner is like uh there's a stigma around the name they are people they are humans a man in prison he has a brother he has he has a possibly a wife at home he has a father he has a mother they are humans and so it's important we begin to empathize with them and do all that we can do as much as possible to make sure that they don't give up on life man that's a big one thank you very much funke and if you're listening from the other side i want to tell you this you have a say you can do more than you thought you're doing right now now she just made it the door open right now for you be it in other 36 states a legal practitioner even a counselor you're a coach and you want to partner you want to collaborate you want to help you want to touch lives 
definitely just kindly read the description of today's episode and you're going to be getting how you can connect with Funcare, how you can get on the app, how you can possibly go to the website and do more, help more, touch more lives and through that we, we have a better and sane country. Um, that is the good news coming out of Nigeria this week and uh, i would love you to what connect more with mindset podcast with ayobam because a lot of good news are going to be coming in the one that you can collaborate with one that you can impact others with and possibly the one that you can get on and also share your good news as well so uh, funke do you have a final word that you want to share with the world for them to know and possibly hold on to yes i i just want to say that nigeria might be facing so many challenges right now but we're going somewhere um i apart from me um i'm in a network of so many amazing young people who are doing who are taking small steps you don't have to do something very big today i'm telling you that we have uh, provided access to justice to 32 people i'm i'm mentioning big numbers and all of that but you just start with one step it started with one person so whatever you're doing whatever it is you're doing don't be afraid to take that little step that small step it doesn't have to be a big thing the whole world doesn't have to know about it the fact that you have sown a seed just by saying oh god bless you or just by doing one one random act of kindness is enough trust me so go out there take that small step speak that good word and believe in your country and i trust tell i i tell you the sky is going to be your starting point thank you awesome man the final what turned into a message of wisdom more <laughs> and i love that actually that's the key like you listen to mindset podcast right now it started with just an idea i started small and right now it's touching live across over 30 countries both national and internationally so wherever you are don't limit yourself get into action and thank you very much for joining us on today's episode of mindset podcast with ayobami and with our awesome guest funke adeoye definitely you want to connect with her social media handle the description of everything that she just mentioned is going to be added to the description of this episode so do yourself good of joining our today all right and that is our mantra which we always say always strive towards greatness see you on the next episode of mindset podcast with ayobami and god bless you bye for now 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 <laughs>